0: You're listening to That Damn Ending Show on Talk Jive Radio. I'm Kelly, and I appreciate you tuning in for this segment. Uh, little Billy Preston on Tuesday morning. Never hurt anyone. Um, Tuesday brunchish. It's not even really morning on some places, but it's morning here, so there you go. It's a beautiful day here in southwest Oklahoma. It's a beautiful day to be ending. Got to celebrate our end in this every day, especially, especially like when you... I don't I don't know if it's the same way for for other ethnicities or groups but when you're Indian and you wake up and it's a beautiful morning especially like in the fall or like in in the springtime like you get out and you just you feel like you're one with nature and with the earth and you inhale really deeply Whatever you're inhaling, and it's awesome. (laughs) I don't know if it's that way for anybody else, but some days, some days you just wake up and it's like the creator and Mother Earth are want they want you to feel your endedness. And on those days, I feel like it's the universe telling me I need to act up. And so What I usually do on those days is I'll put on some kind of like, I don't know, t-shirt from some group that I get, you know, (laughs) everybody, everybody has t-shirts. That's the thing about Indians. We love t-shirts. You can get Indians to do absolutely anything for free t-shirts, ruin their credit, (laughs) open a bank account. Like, I don't know, whatever. Is is that a free t-shirt? What do I have to do? What do I have to sign? Yeah. Like just be signed up for all kinds of shit. But as long as you got the free t-shirt, don't don't even don't have no kind of 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 uh you know dealings or anything with that company, but you got a t-shirt and that's what matters. That's why I have a billion t-shirts right now. And I'm and I'm I'm really trying to get rid of them. <clears throat> like I want to get rid of these t-shirts. Like I don't need an Oiga t-shirt. I'm not gonna wear that, right? But yet, I still have the T-shirt that says I went to the OIGA conference. Here's another thing too. Uh, I w- I started watching Hoarders, and it scared me. It scared me on so many levels, especially since you know when you're a, when you're a shopping addict, and I do I say junkie? Is that such a thing? A shopping junkie? So, uh, yeah, apparently that is a thing because I just watched like four episodes on it yesterday and it was um it was terrifying and i'm sitting there like thinking to myself i need to become a minimalist like like because that's what i do i have to go from one extreme to the other it's like i'm gonna have all of this shit or i'm gonna get rid of it and live out of a backpack which (laughs) i couldn't even fit as many shoes as i would need in a backpack so I'd, i'd probably have to have like some kind of rolling luggage set And somebody to drag it along. (laughs) So that's probably not going to work for me, the whole minimalist thing. However, however, I don't think that there's anything wrong with downsizing. And one of the things that struck me about the whole hoarders episodes and like watching um, this, you know, that's a that's a real disorder. Like that is a that is a compulsion for a lot of people and it's like i said i couldn't help but think of myself and and just think of a lot of people and especially for indians like indians we know a lot of hoarders i don't know if that's because it's a reaction from boarding school to where you know the, the, there's just there's so many repercussions from boarding school and and from that time And, you know, is that what that is? It, you know, the need to hang on where our, you know, every fam families were ripped apart. We were ripped apart from our culture, from our traditions, from our religion, all of it. And so is, is, is that our reaction to it now? Um, I don't know, but I mean, there are a lot of older natives who who are very very much in that frame of mind and it's like i said it it just it's really it's scary to think about and and you know one of the episodes i watched yesterday it was this woman who collected victorian items like from the victorian era or whatever And she was trying to give this stuff away. And I guess that's part of it is giving stuff away. And it's like stuff that's not of any value to anybody else. Like it's trash. And so it's like I said, I just, you know, flash forwarded like 50 years. No, not 50. Okay, 40 years. And it was just, yeah. So I'm... Like, and, and where do you start? Like, so dude, I I think it's fascinating. So what I'm going to try to do is I'm going to research this a little bit more and try to talk to some people about this because there's, there it's, it's fascinating why people start collecting things and why they become manic about things. And, you know, mental health issues, these are these are just things like these mental health issues that that aren't addressed that we never really thought of as mental health issues. Right. It's more of, oh, that person's an eccentric person or, you know, that's just a dirty house or what, you know, (sighs) there's there's so much that's that underlie the underlying issue is is something that I don't think that we take as seriously as we should and and so it's like I said I'm just I'm I'm really curious about this I got into this a couple of years ago and then just kind of it, it's it's nuts and okay so very um gray gardens ish I don't know if you've ever seen gray gardens about the um Jackie Kennedy's Bouvier cousins um Big and I think it was Big and Little Ethel <laughs> but uh yeah it it was um they lived in this beautiful mansion you know they were society they were high society folk and um well I mean my god related to the to the Bouviers I mean so you know uh yeah Edith I'm sorry did I say big and little Edith cuz that's what I meant big and little Edith anyway um but yeah it says um here's here's what it says from IMDb Meet a mother-daughter high society dropouts reclusive cousins of Jackie O, managing to thrive together amid the decay and disorder of their East Hampton New York mansion, making for an eerily ramshackle echo of the American Camelot. So the, basically that's it. But, but it's it's nuts. like they like made pets. Of these raccoons and these like rodents and things like that, it it was um, astonishing, and and so I I wonder, like especially with Indians, I, I do we even I mean, we talk about so little as it is anyway, but as Indians, do we? Do we acknowledge this or do we just wait it out until the person dies and say, okay, well, we're just going to toss all this or we're going to bulldoze a house or we're just going to let it sit here and rot and everything is just going to fall apart. I mean, we see that a lot, especially here in, in Southwest Oklahoma, especially in Oklahoma here in Indian country in Oklahoma. Uh, we see so many dilapidated houses, um, houses that have been burned out, houses that, that are just skeletons of their former selves. And, you know, when people, Indians, abandon those things, it's they don't take anything with them a lot of times, or they won't take everything. They'll just take, like, their own, like, close personal items, and, well, that was that crap over there was aunties or great grandmas or great, great grandmas or, you know, I I don't, it doesn't keep the sentimental value like Victorian doilies. Like those, those doilies might've meant something to my great grandma, but to my nieces or whatever, like how do you make people like, say oh those are those are my great great grandma's doilies like it's like i said it's just it's it's people value people different things you know every everybody's different but it's it's like i said i just i personally that scared the shit out of me to look at that stuff and especially when i just Everything's stacked everywhere. (laughs) So I'm going to be throwing a lot of things out and probably having garage sales and taking a bunch of stuff to Goodwill. And here's something else, too. And this is something I compulsively do. And I don't know if anybody else does. Like, I'm a compulsive post-it hoarder. I always have been. I always will be pens, too. Like, when I was a little kid, my favorite game was Office and DJing so those are the two things that I loved and that's what I do now so there you go um but like as so like I said I'm I'm interested I'm interested to know how Indian country handles hoarding and hey you can catch me on social media or whatever I will post this how does how does how do the families of hoarders in Indian country? I mean, what do you do? What do you have? Is there any kind of, I guess, salvation for, for the things that are not in the best of condition or, you know, because I, because I feel like this is, I feel like this is a huge thing. In Indian country I really do and it's like I said I'm going to have to do a little bit more research and see but hey if you know anything about it Hit us up on social media. We are right there. This is a production of the Institute for the Native, for Native Arts and Media. You know what? One of these days I am going to get that right. It is the Institute for Native Arts and Media. And we are set up all over the apps and the uh, cash platform. So if you want to donate, you can do that uh, with Cash App. It is a dollar sign. Talk Jive Media so and uh, we'll get that out on social media and let you know and we would greatly appreciate any support we're indigenous we're independent and we are non-profit media y'all you're listening to that damn Indian show on talk Jive radio